0: Hello and welcome to Flow Podcast. I'm Josh.
1: I'm Marcus and we have a special guest a today. A
0: special guest today. And it's not Jason. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's not Jason. Jason, unfortunately, is not here today. He's got some business uh, thing going on, Adult I guess.
0: responsibilities. It's I like mean, he's got a
1: job or something he's got to do. Uh, but uh, we have a, a special guest. Uh, I've actually officially known him for about a year. Uh, but I've never met him or talked to him in person or face-to-face until today um but he is uh his name is trevor um and uh, he's uh i would say he's famous on tiktok because he's got a lot more followers than i do um <laughs> but uh but he's a he's a good guy and we're excited to have him so trevor say hello
2: hey what's up guys um yeah i don't know about famous on tiktok i think we can, we can water that word down a little bit huh? but, uh, okay <laughs>
0: hey you're more famous than me because i don't even have any followers But then again, I've never uploaded a video. I have I have (laughs) guest starred in some of Tyler's videos and one of Marcus's videos. One of mine, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that that's about it.
1: (laughs) So, um, but uh, Trevor, kind of tell us, introduce yourself, kind of who you are, what you're you're doing, Um, where you're at, all that stuff.
2: Yeah. So, obviously, my name's Trevor. All of this started because of TikTok, obviously. So I don't, know if that's, I don't know if that's a cringy thing or a good thing. I don't really know <laughs> where that falls now. Like, I don't know if it's like a good thing to introduce yourself as a TikToker. So like, <laughs> yeah, on that um, but yeah, so all of this kind of got linked up because of the TikTok um, Zoom Bible study. Um, and that's kind of where I met, made all these connections with you know, Tyler, with J-Log, with everyone like that. And then you obviously from actually TikTok itself, um, so, uh, this last year, COVID was obviously something out of like, either a nightmare. I don't know what you want to call that, but like, so it changed a lot of things. Um, and one of the things that changed for me was just like, God really just transformed my heart for like where my passion was and truly just humbled me in a way where, um, the calling that I thought or the the plan that I had for my life wasn't what God wanted. Um, you know i had set myself on a path to be in the marketing field and then a little first little stint of time i was going to be in the bio field and was going to be a doctor so i Ooh. but i pass out it when i get shots and don't <laughs> like blood it's not really you know not really the greatest combination
1: but G- great idea yeah nice. exactly you
2: know <laughs> like in my mind i was like you know that was a big paycheck so oh, i was yeah. like I'll, I'll i'll put that i'll put that aside for the big paycheck um <laughs> And God just really showed me that, like, that's not where, you know, I'm intended to be. And um, just slowly started to, like, remove things from my life um, through the through quarantine um, that I clung on to. as like whether it be my identity, whether it be my, um, you know, my plan or like uh, something that. I counted it as super important. He slowly just kind of like pulled those things away. Some were super abrupt and some were, you know, really gradual um, mm-hmm. until it came down, like there was nothing. It was literally me locked into my house with my family and my relationship with Jesus and TikTok. Like that's literally what it boiled down to. And I was like, wow, this is tough. Oh, like yeah. this is this is not exactly where I saw myself being a 22 year old kid. Like, <laughs> man, uh, this was not in the plan. Um, God just really revealed that, like, youth ministry is something where uh, that I've been super passionate about, um, specifically, like, anything to do with, like, outdoors camps, um, mm. that kind of ministry, because yeah. I grew up on a farm in the middle of central Pennsylvania, always was outside, like, literally, I, I can't remember a time where my brothers and I, growing up, watched TV. Hmm. Like, we had the ability to, but... We were in the creek, like, coming back, covered in mud. Mom, like, (laughs) losing hair because we're walking in the house, making a mess, like, that kind of stuff. And, like, those were just some of the best, my favorite memories. And then throw in, like, how influential summer camp, like, our church camp was for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember those years coming back, like, after that week, being on such a high. And it was so, that was so important for me because, like, I needed that. I needed, like, that, that group. Christians that, like, where I'm like, wow, like, there are people out here that, like, love Jesus. And, like, when I went away to college, you know, things got tough because you get you get given all of a sudden no supervision and all of this freedom. Yep. And now you have, you can make all the decisions you want and no one can, no one's going to tell you yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wish, you know, I would have in high school, like, in my youth years, like, really clung um, more to my faith and made that stronger. And just because, you know, there's some super important years of your life. You're making a lot of decisions, like where you're going to school, who your friends are, like what makes you, you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I Plus, got weighed a lot in high school and, and, you know, clung to my popularity or clung to my, you know, playing soccer. Like that was my identity rather than my identity in Jesus. So like, I want to, yeah. If I can go back and be like, yo, hey, this is my story, this is what this is what I did wrong. Here here's like maybe like the better option, probably maybe try this. Like <laughs> I tried this, it didn't work, so maybe you should try it.
0: Sam yeah. Central Marcus so. can probably speak to this. That's one of the hardest things as a youth pastor is just trying to get the youth to understand yeah. Hey, Jesus is the ultimate most important thing you can decide to do. Like Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I
1: mean, and and the frustrating part is like you know, you've gone this way, and you see a kid that's just like you going that uh, mm-hmm. down that same path, and they don't want to listen. That's the most frustrating part as a youth pastor. But the best thing you can do is love on them and,
3: and, yep. and
1: pray for them, and be there for them, and encourage them, and keep saying, Hey, you need to stop, don't do this. Yeah. I know the end, end result. <laughs> um, but so Trevor, um, when would you say because you know, you're 22. Uh, you've gone through a lot in the last year. I mean, we all have. Yeah. Um, when when was kind of like, where did you kind of accept Christ, kind of that tra- transformational point and then kind of bringing you to where you are now?
2: Yeah. Um, so you know, How has that been? So I grew up in a Christian home. Like yeah. I couldn't have asked for a better home life, family, anything like that. Um, unreal. Super small town. So like, I don't know, small towns tend to just kind of, everybody knows everyone. It's just like one big. It's just an extended family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your babysitter is part of your family. Your, your landscaper is part of your family. Like it's just, <laughs> um, I accepted Jesus to be my personal savior. When I was really, really young. Um, it was just a crazy story. I had a dream one night I was going home with my grandparents house that I was walking down the streets of gold, but like I couldn't see anything but the ground. And then I woke up and I was like, we have a blinking red light in the middle of our town. We don't have stop signs that it doesn't exist cause our town's too small. <laughs> and I asked my mom and dad, driving our green Durango, I was like, how do I get to see heaven like with my own eyes? Like, I want to see actually what's there. And right there in the middle of the intersection, I accepted Jesus to be my personal savior. So that's like the beginning of this, the whole story. And then, you know, I, like church was kind of like my second home. That's like where mm-hmm. I made friends. It's like, other than school, that was like the only other thing I really did. So,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but obviously going to high school, you begin to have all those temptations, popularity, my like identity issues were something that I really struggled with where like, I wanted to chase anything that like made me feel good. Like, Hey, like, wow. Like these people like, are like, yeah, you're cool. Like, Oh, it's like, let's do this. Like, or let's do that. Um, and then like, but with my, having my parents, um, who they were like, like my mom's a nurse, my dad's a doctor. I never wanted to, like, go out and party. I never wanted to do those things because I was horrified, like, mortified. Like, oh. biggest fear was coming home and getting caught by one of my parents. Like, no, absolutely would not do it. Um, so, like, when I talked about freedom when you go to college, um, I guess you, you can probably figure out that when I went to college, I made a lot of poor decisions right away. I was like, you know, this is freedom. I'm going to do what I want. And I will never forget um, one night I was, like, chilling in my room Saturday or Saturday night I can I'd come back uh, from a night out, um, finally fell asleep. Sunday morning rolls around, and then one of my friends um, come in the room and like when you get told something by an adult, like someone that's older than you or someone of like authority, it's like comes off a little different than when your best friend tells you something. Oh yeah. Just yeah has a of course, to it, um, and thank God that this that my best friend is the one that walked into this room. He looks at me and he says, "Trevor, like, time to go to church, buddy." I was like, looked and I was like, "I'm not going to church." And he said, "No." He's like, "Be honest with you, Trevor. I'm just disappointed in you." He's like, "Still love you, no different." But he's like, "If you're gonna go out and you're gonna make big boy decisions, then you're gonna have to serve the big boy consequences. And one of those is you're gonna get your butt to church in the morning on Sundays." And you're coming with us. He's like, I'll give you a free to, free freebie on this week. But I, I know, you know, that that's the right thing to do. And then without me being able to, cause me being, I, I wanted to argue. That's like, <laughs> I immediately want to be like, no, like this is not it. Like, da, 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 and just go off. Yeah. He walked out and just shut the door. And it was just me in silence. And I remember for the next like two hours, I had no one came into the room. Dorm. My hall was pretty much empty. Um, and I was like, "Wow! Like, he cared about me enough to say that, even though he knew that that was gonna make me mad."
3: Yeah. Mm.
2: Like, to this day, we have not talked about that conversation in person. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, like, it is gone unsaid. Him and I, me, him, and the good Lord upstairs are the only ones that know about that conversation. That, like, were in the time in it when it happened. Yeah. Uh, and that was like what started. Be like, you no, know, like. He's right. Like it's not, you know. So yeah. that's sort of yeah. like my, you know, pursuit into my relationship with Jesus, and 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 actually, you know, take making it my own rather than living off of my parents' faith because I think that's something that's super easy to do. Like oh, you're going to church because your parents go to church. You know, that's just yeah. something that I think.
0: And that, I part mean, of coming out. And there's so much in that of, you know, we talk about all the time needing accountability partners, and that's the type of accountability partner that we need. That actually hold you accountable when you're doing yeah. when you need it you know and then yeah and then that's one of my biggest fears with my girls is I mean they're growing up in church you know I want their relationship with Christ to be a genuine one and not just one yep. because well my dad's a pastor you know like yep. I mean and that's one of the yeah serious things of looking at it, of going how do I make sure my girls actually get it you know
1: yeah and it, I loved what you said when it was like, you know, it's different when like an authority figure calls, you, says, "Hey, you need to do this," than yep. like your best friend, because uh, yeah. I've I've been there. I've had I have a kind of a similar, you know, interaction with one of my friends, and uh, that's just awesome. And uh, and you kind of look back and think, like, if I didn't have that conversation, where I, would I be now?
2: Right? I, I can tell you right now. I would not be sitting on this podcast with you guys. Right now. <laughs> I can pro- I, like I can wholeheartedly promise. Well, I shouldn't say that this guy might have <laughs> a crazy different plan, but from my, like my, my little brain, I- I'm going to say that I probably wouldn't be on this podcast right now. Right. Oh,
1: yeah. so, if I didn't have the conversation with my friend, I'd probably be in the jail cell next to the guy that I was hanging out with. Yeah. So, be no no. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, kind of fast forward to the last couple of years. Uh, when did you get on TikTok, and like, what what made you download it? Because I know, like, for me, you know, I'm half of America now they download because yeah. of quarantine. Um, I downloaded it because I was it was quarantine, but more because I needed to connect with my youth at some point, with, with, on some sort of level. So, I, like, what started all that?
2: <laughs> um. So, before freshman year, going into college, I. So I, this is like a little claim to fame, but also I'd hate to talk about it because it is, it is <laughs> something that like, I hope, I hope none of my friends that I may now ever find these videos because if they do, I will never live this down. Okay. I had TikTok before it was cool. Gotcha. I had TikTok when it was like cringy musically. Oh, ah, okay. Like, okay. I was singing like NF songs and like lip syncing them. And like, it was like I was you trying to make a music video. Yeah. So, like, you can imagine, like, I'm built like a walking stick as it is. So, like, high school walking stick, <laughs> going into college, like, I was making these videos. And because uh, I was like, you know, like, this is dope. Like, I'm like, showing through, I'm like, this is a cool app. Like, this is sick no I didn't know anyone no one (laughs) that I knew had it I'd never even heard of it before it was like a Snapchat ad like that's why and then uh, guys on the soccer team I made the dumb mistake of putting it in my bio because I wanted I wanted to be TikTok famous and the guys (laughs) on the soccer team like mind you I'm not even there yet they found it (laughs) and in the group messages on like Telegram or GroupMe or one of the two (laughs) they're like talking about like like roasting someone and i'm like who's who's getting blasted right now like what is happening and then i'm like oh wait That's i'm mean. getting blasted. <laughs> and then they just drop a screen recording of my like tiktoks and i was like no nah, oh boy i deleted it <laughs> never like had like so long to try to like draw attention away from that like freshman year i got like, roasted for that like people do like there was a TikTok, the worst one i did like i closed my eye in one and you know when you close your eye like your pupil shrinks and it dilates mm-hmm. so there's yeah. a trend or whatever that was going on that that's what you did you just opened your eye to like the bright light and it like would dilate or whatever so like guys would like roast me they'd literally put one hand over their eye and like close their eye and then open it, <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, so, like, i got put on blast for that so i was like i swore away TikTok never quarantine happened and my best friend one of my my roommate he um he like was I don't know what made him do I've never really like heard that his side of the story, but he was posting like Christian TikToks. And um Are you talking about Wick? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Wick. So Wick okay. was posting Christian TikToks and he was like, like we'd been talking because I was moving um to become his roommate. We were getting an apartment in Pittsburgh. And um he was like, dude, like why don't you post Christian TikToks I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds absolutely horrible I mean, um, those flashbacks of before, oh, I like, no i don't want that <laughs> it was like those flashbacks plus like i'm going to be posting christian content which already isn't going to be liked like that's just like doesn't sound fun <laughs> um and then i was like you know like so he like asked me probably three days later i post my first video and i was like okay God, like at this point, like, this is when my relationship is starting to, like, it's on fire. Like, from this point on, it's, like, when our relationship with Jesus is, like, never, you know, it's on that uphill climb, and it never has teetered out. It's just, like, mm-hmm. continually going up, and it's just been awesome. So this is, like, the beginning of, like, this journey for me. And I was, like, God, you know what? Like, if I get 100 views, like, I was, like, I don't, I don't know, like, then I can do, like, I'll do that. I'll post TikToks. So I'll do it. Like, and then I was like, well, like, 100, maybe not, like, maybe a little. I was like, nope, I said 100. I was like, if I get 10 likes, I'll like, I think the first TikTok I ever posted, like, has, like, 3,000 views and, like, 150 likes. And I was like, wait a sec, Like, what? what is this? Like, because, like, I was like, I'm not going to do this, and I'm not going to put time into this if this isn't something that, like, is worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So I started posting... You know, I started posting t- TikToks and like spending all day like editing videos, like going through like my Devos. Like, I was doing like um, one minute like morning quiet times. I have a little like Devo book that's like these just little short Whenever you get like a free minute, you can throw them in and just like spend a little bit of time at God's Word. So, like, I always have that in my car. And I just like if I get a minute crazy traffic or like I'm stopped and I'm early to where I need to be, like I can just I can do yeah. that. I started making yeah. videos and I was like, this is cool. And then I started making friends and like, that's where, like, I was like, whoa, like there is a community here that is actually so cool. And like, now I know, like if TikTok dies, like TikTok could literally end tomorrow and I could care less, like, because Mm. it might sound super selfish, but I got out of it what I think God intended me to. And there might be more down the road that I don't see at this moment, but like Tyler, Caden, like my friends, like... Mm -hmm that body of believers in that community is literally what I prayed for for so long. And like, God just was like, here you go. Like social media is going to give it yeah. to you.
1: So, so yeah. speaking of the community, so Josh probably has no idea what you're talking about I do. for oh. somebody who's not on TikTok. kind of ex- right. explain like what that is, how it kind of came about and like what you all are doing. Cause there's, um, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on. I know.
2: So there's like, so when it comes like, um, we call like OG Christian TikTok, or at least that's what I referred to it and some other people. There was like, when we first started TikTok, there was a bunch of like content houses. And I quote that. <laughs> yeah. like, I think, well, yeah. It was like, they really weren't houses because we were in quarantine. But, like the praise house, things like that um, are kind of still around. And you can like know a little bit about that on Christian TikTok. But what it is is just like, people just were like, hey, like we have a lot in common. Like we're posting, like let's like, start a group message. Let's become friends. Let's like, you know, make meetups and like have a praise and worship. Like one of us like gives our testimony and like open it up to like the public to come like, like that. Like these were the things that were starting. Let's start a conference. Let's like, I know there was a Mm -hmm. conference in Arizona. Like, it's just like, um, so that's kind of where it started. And then like Hayden um, McGuire, he like him and uh, I think two other people started like, we're like, Hey, we can't really do, youth group, Bible study is kind of, like, non-existent right now because of, um, you know, quarantine. So he was like, dude, what if, what if we do a Zoom Bible study and we make it, like, a public Zoom, like, anybody can get on? And it was like, yeah, let's try it. And, like, so we start posting about, like, you know, they start posting about it on TikTok, like, saying, like, hey, come to the Zoom, like, it gets a little bit of attention, and, like, people start coming, and we're like, oh, crap, like, we actually need people to, like, lead these. Like, <laughs> it's like... We can't just keep doing this. So, like, insert like other s- Christian creators like coming out and like running like breakout groups because like we that's something that we do. Like, worship leaders they're like starting like Cade Thompson, like sings provider, like got his start from TikTok.
0: Yeah, we have what? him coming out in uh, July. Yeah, or like Cade
2: yeah. is a dope guy, like an awesome man, and like he got like it started from TikTok. Like, I mean, granted, like, you might have had stuff going on in the works, like, beforehand or, like, pre-TikTok, but 100%, there's no way, like, TikTok 100% sent that man <laughs> to work on the path where he's at right now. And, like, yeah, you just became friends. Like, you'd FaceTime and talk about, like, hey, let's collab, let's make content together, and it's, like, then you just start talking. Like, it's just an yeah. like, friendship. and then that's where, like, so, like, I can say right now, like, if something was wrong or I needed some help or I had a question, like I could probably call a list of, I don't even know, like 50, 60 and it,
1: people. And it's crazy. It's like that's all because of an app you downloaded, that, right? Yeah. Exactly. And
2: like there were a lot of them I haven't even met in person yet.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I mean, I, I don't do lives, yeah. or, you know, like you and me. Exactly.
2: Like that connection, yeah. It's so I mean, That's like the community that is on TikTok or Christian TikTok. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and, and TikTok, I mean, TikTok is the best and worst app at the same time. So oh, it's it can be frustrating. Yeah, but like, you know, so like we Chandler Letner, he was our yep. our first uh, special guest on our podcast. He had just released uh, Broken Hallelujah, yep. and it was just, just into he did just drop a new album, and uh, and that's I think partially because of TikTok. It is, uh, and uh, so I think, like you said, it just TikTok does amazing things, not only just community wise, but just yeah showing people's talents that maybe we're, we're not have uh, done things like that before. But, um, you know, you, you, say you're not TikTok famous, but I'll argue that a little bit. Um, but uh, you have like 50,000 followers or something like that. Right. Uh, how, how, how do you, I mean, how do you stay humble with that? Cause I mean, it's easy to get caught up in the, I want the numbers. I want the followers. I want the likes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, how do you, how do you stay humble?
2: Um, I'm, I think a big thing is, for me, like, TikTok, as we taught you just said yourself, like, it's the best and worst thing. It's literally, <laughs> like, I look at it like it's, like, life. Life can be mm-hmm. super, super good one minute and immediately take a turn for a downhill spiral, but, and then, and then, on the same token, a flip of a coin, it can turn mm-hmm. right around and God can use that and send you on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And i in an awesome place and, and do some crazy things so i just think it's just like shrunk down a little bit so it happens a little faster just scrolling from video to video like one video could be awesome yeah. uplifting christian content and the next one could be like girls twerking or like being super sexist videos like it, it just can go anywhere on the for you page so i think a thing with me is like i made the friends i do I have like kaden and, and tyler and Chandler and Jenna just like a bunch of people and like they're like in my mind they're famous like they're they're like 500,000 followers like David Ladding, like 1.3 million like I'm just like yes like go guys like I love you guys Like, like I'm like you guys are so sick like I love you so I'm just like you know like it's cool like yeah I have like whatever the following that I do like I've said this thousand times probably like i don't feel like i deserve this following i don't feel like in my mind i'm just like i think i think my followers i love them to death they're so like i have I have personal relationships with a, a good portion of them now um and i think they're weird like i don't know why you would follow me and want to hear me talk like i think that's i think that's weird to me that, but like i mean that's like they're like awesome like good for you but like I think it's a little weird that you want to like hear me. Like, I don't. I don't think I would want to listen to myself talk. So, like, <laughs> but yeah, I think just accountability with like that is like. I look at my my friends and they're like shooting off like rockets and like it's so <laughs> cool. Like, I'm just like along for the ride. Like, I'm like this is sick. Right. I like, be friends with you guys. So, like, yeah. yeah. So I, it's just not. I never really looked at it like that. And like, you know, I put my Snapchat out as public. My my Instagram is public, so it's more like. I don't want to be a celebrity. I want Jesus yeah. to be. So like if someone DMs me and like has a question or needs help, like I try my best. Obviously it can get stressful times to respond to yeah. a lot of messages, but I try my best to like go through and like you know answer messages and, and see, you know, prayer requests and that, and that kind of thing. And yeah. So that I think I try to, to, to encourage
1: me. you a little bit, I think one thing you do very well is you're always real. Um, right. you don't just post the my perfect life, this is you know, not who I always want to be, yeah. you know. Um I I'm not you post videos of you crying, you post videos when you're happy, you post videos when you're stressed and I think that's what draws people to you. Um, and that just to courage you, that's that's awesome. There's a lot of people, not just in the Christian community, but I've seen even in the Christian community, it's
3: mm-hmm. here's
1: my perfect life and all that stuff. So
2: um
1: just kind of encouraging that I think that's great.
2: I, appreciate right. it. I think that's something that I've strived really hard to be like. And I think part of that is like, I don't know, God decided to make me like an emotional person. I think I'd like to, I think that's fair to say. Not like, like if I'm happy, I'm happy. If I'm like yeah. mad, I'm mad. Like I wear my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like if I'm stressed out or like I'm having a tough day, like I don't have an on and off switch for that. Like I'm yeah. stressed. Well, like So if I need to, if I'm posting a video, it's going to be, like, I'm going to be like, yo, like, today is tough. Like, I'm not going to lie to you.
0: (laughs) And that's what people want. Yeah. People want to see the realness. I mean, there's been so much in just the Christian life of the fakeness that people see That's like, people need to see that Christian life is a hard, difficult life, and it's real. I mean.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest. There's Christian content creators that I followed early on that I ended up unfollowing because of their, I can just, you could just tell that they were being fake. Like you're not going to be always this happy or,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know, uh, you know, this perfect life and I've unfollowed them. And I mean, they're, they they're, they're famous and quotes, mm-hmm. but I think they're famous in the wrong ways. Yeah. So, um, just to kind of encourage you, I think you're what you're doing. Like you said, you, you're, you don't think you're famous, but, uh, you know, people follow you because of that, I think, which is hard. Um, in a life that's now all I want, the likes, I want the, the followers, I mm-hmm. want to be TikTok famous. Yeah. Um, so just to kind of encourage you to keep pushing, because I mean, I, I'll one of the most recent videos that I remember is your DoorDash video,
2: oh, uh, DoorDash. with
1: your with your uh, yeah. uh, p- uh, message or the meme that you sent, and how you were just crying of the the impact you had on that just yeah. one video.
2: I, I yeah. I, I yeah. definitely may or may not have cried for like a solid 40 minutes in my car <laughs> not my car after that. So um, I, yeah, I, that video was recorded in one take. Like, no, I just sat down and I was like, dude, like this might be one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me. Like, I just, I just want, like it, it if I post this video, like, I just want to be able to go back and see, like, what that, like, the impact it did, it did to me. Like, I didn't think it would do, I didn't think anybody would care to really hear. Like, it's a cool story, but I don't really think it'd be anything insane. Yeah. But, man, it's amazing what sending a meme to somebody, like, a literal picture that's just like, <laughs> hey, I'm bringing you your food, <laughs> like, what that could do for someone. And I never imagined that 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 is where I would I'd find myself in a hotel room elevator going down the elevator, bawling my eyes out because a meme gave someone the happiness to get through the rest of their day. Mm. Yeah. Like, come on. Like, I, like <laughs> I'm i a young adult, like delivering food with DoorDash, like trying to make ends meet, like being able to, wanting to be able to travel like while I'm young, like that kind of scenario. And yes. I send an act like a physical meme, a photo. And like, I have an adult with, three kids in a hotel room like tell me that like I got them through the day and like a part of the story I didn't put in that like the part that actually like like sent me over the edge because like I said like I took it in one take like I just was like I didn't do I wasn't doing this review I didn't record that video for views I recorded it just because that was literally what was happening I was like two people didn't Chandler actually didn't pick up his FaceTime the first time and Tyler didn't pick up his FaceTime (laughs) I I was like I gotta tell someone like I got like this is a surreal so I was yeah. like, either of them picked up. Thank you like, praise Jesus because like, I recorded the TikTok. because like I gotta, I gotta do this like now. Um, right after I handed the food, her she had three little boys and the little boy, one of the little one of her sons, like grabbed the pizza box from my hand and was like, "Thank you, you made mommy smile." And right like, like the that
3: line,
2: <laughs> like I have three younger brothers, so like, yeah, that's like I know what that's like and like. I can't even imagine like I I know what it would be like if my brothers would say something like that to someone or say it to me like what that would do to me. And I can't oh, even man. imagine what it would like, what it would be like. I'm going to get choked up now. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. clears throat> um, I can't even imagine what that'd be like having a son or daughter say something like that. And like, immediately, yeah. I like my throat. I went, I went to speak words. <laughs> and I was like, thank you <laughs> my not, uh, <laughs> it was a lot of you to get to the elevator after that and like yeah so yeah, that's just like real I, I guess like you know if God blesses you with something or God like has like a crazy scenario like why not talk about it
3: oh yeah like,
2: if you're going to talk oh, yeah. about your, tell your friends like if I'm going to tell like I wanted to call someone and tell them why not like just like post about that like that's your day like that's daily life yeah you know that yeah you know, job going like the nine working a nine to five like might not be the most like illustrious like you're not traveling to like Abu Dhabi and like Bali and like doing that like what social media portrays like the nine to five like like, dude you might have a car ride and like someone cuts you off and you're super ticked and the next minute like God's like wait I'm gonna show you something like patience like boom (laughs) talk about that like that's (laughs) that's like something the next person might be able to use in their day-to-day life so you know. Yeah,
1: and that's something I'm like. Even me, I'm trying to learn a little bit of in the moment. I always forget to pull out my phone and just record something, mm-hmm. and then by the time it's over, the same emotion or like it's just I not, forget the, It's just not there, so right. I'm like, okay, I don't. I'm not gonna post this. But yeah, that's one thing I'm kind of learning because it's true. They they don't want to hear. Yeah, they want to see you in the moment, and I think that's one thing that you do very well. Yeah. So, well, uh, we'll wrap this up. I got two more questions, and then we'll go to Wait. our listeners' questions. Uh, it's like the first question is more, so you kind of talked about kind of where God has k- taken you now. Um, you kind of went from marketing to, you know, the medical stuff and <laughs> youth pastor, yeah. all that thing, you know, where are you at now? What's, what's God kind of doing in your life? What are you pursuing? Um, uh, and kind of where do you see yourself going?
2: So where I see myself going, uh, something in camp ministry, youth ministry, literally <laughs> anything along the lines of that. Um, The other thing is I've learned that I love being my own boss. I love the Mm -hmm. freedom that that gives you. Like, I want to be able to say yes to people and I don't want to have to say no because I'm tied down to Mm -hmm. a job. I've DoorDash so I can literally work when I want. I can make my schedule around how my day-to-day life is going and that's super cool to me. So, Wick and I we're actually in the process. So we're signing a lease. We're moving. I wanted to get out of the city so bad. Like, I am a country. I was born and raised on a farm in the middle of the sticks in Pennsylvania. And I came to the city. Like, I don't know in what world I thought that was a good decision. <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible idea. Um, So we're going to be moving, like, 30 minutes, like, outside the city. Um, having a house instead of an apartment. So, like, we're in the process. I was just telling guys earlier, like the, we're looking to sign the lease. We actually just did that today, um, and we're gonna start um, potentially get a landscaping, um, lawn care business off the ground. To um, <laughs> be our own boss, I did that for like six years. That's high paid for my mission trips. Um, does, I- does
1: Wick know how to trim uh, holly bushes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Wick. <laughs> Like both of my friends are doing everything aren't like super experienced and like like obviously can cut grass. So like, um, I've worked in landscaping. I've worked in um nurseries uh, throughout high school, and that's funny that you just brought that up. That, <laughs> uh, um, I asked like I,
1: I have watched that video so much.
2: I, I don't know why. I
1: just if, I, I laugh every time.
2: I'm telling you, like you know, what I'm talking about like recording something when it happens. Yeah. If I would have had my phone, I wish my phone would have been out for that. <laughs> the response, like I kid you not I that's probably the hardest I've laughed in a long time like I my stomach hurt so bad my, my stomach <laughs> was cramping like I we're sitting in a parking lot and he's like you know we're talking I'm talking to Wick and like we're like hey like so like how are we gonna get this off the ground and kind of like logistically we're talking about some things and I don't know what even brought it up but I was like okay like oh I think he made some snarky remark to me about like him being able to do things faster or something like that I was like okay <laughs> like, like there's these holly bushes I was like how do you trim those holly bushes? He like cocked his head to the side. <laughs> he looks at it for a while. He's like, "Well," and right when he said "well," I was like, "I, I was like, I lost it." <laughs> like, like I was gonna say, you take the hand nippers, like, and you just like trim them. And he's like, "You know, like bonsai," and I was like, dude. "Bonsai." <laughs> I lost it. So, yeah, that was. Bad, right?
1: when we started screwing bonsai in that video. That's when I lost
2: it. Oh, I I was dying, and yeah, so. We're looking to do that so we can kind of like pay for, you know, being able to travel and things like that. And you know, a couple friends have done that and they've done really well for themselves. And so, like, um, on the side of that, potentially looking to get plugged into doing residency, (coughs) whether residency or an internship with a church, like an intern, intern, youth youth leader position. Yeah. Um, because of summer camps this year, it's kind of it's lack it's last minute to get involved in one at this yeah. point in time and who the heck knows with quarantine COVID. COVID yeah because yeah. You know I mean? that's what happened to me last year I was supposed to go work at a camp um,
3: mm, and okay. it
2: just fell through so gotcha we're getting a residency because um, I think you know going going to school is awesome and I think that's a super great path to take when it comes to like your real life experience like hmm when you're doing the nitty gritty of stuff, and like, I mean, I'm sure you guys know, like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you're getting the questions asked that, like, you didn't even know you needed to find the answers to yourself. Like, <laughs> you didn't even know you needed to ask that question because a kid asked you, like, you know, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I, uh, I'll be honest, and Josh could probably agree with this. I probably have learned more being in ministry than going to school for
3: ministry.
0: Oh, yeah, that's an, yeah, and I mean, so Marcus knows this, but like, I never finished my ministry schooling. I went for a year and then what? I was like, no, "I know what? How dare you?" <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah, but like, because I was going to a uh, a Baptist seminary, but at the time I wasn't at a Baptist church, so it was costing me double to go to it, and I was paying for it out of pocket. And so I was like, "All right, I can pay for a year, and then uh, I'll finish it up at some point in time." And now. So many years later, (laughs) it still hasn't been finished up, but I've, you know, and education is a great thing, but like you said, that the real life experience of ministry is vitally more important than the schooling part of ministry. And some churches get that, some churches do not, you know, but it's definitely, it's definitely a hands-on experience to ministry for sure. Yeah.
1: So Trevor, are you in, Pittsburgh now or Pen- yeah. Pennsylvania? Yeah,
2: so I'm in okay. Pittsburgh. Um,
1: okay.
2: Okay. We'll be you know finally getting out of like I'm in, when I say I'm in Pittsburgh like I am in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh.
1: Pittsburgh. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Go Steelers. Cool. Um, so much. So much.
0: <laughs> there you go. Josh, oh, I'm surprised you said that. I know it, it was. I had to like. Choke it out like I had to make sure some other stuff <laughs> didn't come with it, but you know. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, so my last question you have a 45 mile per hour speed limit sign on your wall. Is there a story behind that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the,
1: yeah, you could say that. Like, so, hold on, uh, is
0: this story going to incriminate you in any way, shape, or fashion? <laughs> I, I, that's gonna be my follow up. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm gonna, um, gonna get you in trouble, but no, so. um, I don't even know how this even happened. I was with my brother one day, we we're like driving like our, our road to our house and like, you know, super small town. Like when I tell you small town, like, I mean, like you can hold your breath when you go in the front of the town and make it the entire way through the town. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. small. Uh, like on our back roads, cause we live off to the side, you know, and we're driving and like, there's a, I like see something like a lot, like I thought it was a snake from the distance. Like across the road, because it is not unusual for like snakes, to, like just be chilling, chilling on the road because it's warm, or whatever. I'm like driving, also I'm, like I, I noticed it, so, like I'm like getting close to this, and it's not snakes. Like I like swerve over and like pull off the side of the road, and it's like the whole like pole, like the road sign pole, <laughs> like just in the middle of the road, but like you can't see the sign because it's off to the side. And I was like, and it's at the, go, for me it was going up the hill, but there's a, it, it's you can come down the other side. Of the hill and like if someone was in their lane and smack that like it'd be oh over. it'd be yeah over. so I was like dude like what do I do like I feel like you just like don't throw it on the side of the road like in the weeds <laughs> that looks like super suspicious and like there's there. like, <laughs> I'm just gonna like I just like pick it up so like I threw it in our car and, like I took it back to our house and I was just like what do I even do with it? Like, what this thing is? I I don't know. Like they're big. Yes. I did not realize. <laughs> yeah. it, but like, oh yeah. I'm not short, and that thing made me look small. <laughs> but like, I'm like what do I do? Like, my mom, like she's gonna like not believe the story we have to tell, like how we got this, <laughs> and like, I'm gonna like incriminate myself to my mother, and like I, I'm gonna be honest, like I'm scared, like my I don't want, <laughs> like, like I don't want to be on her bad side. So like, I was like, dude, so I'm like, ask my brother, like what do we do? What do we do? So like, we like throw it in our, we have a barn. So like, I put it in my barn, like lay it on the ground or whatever. And then I totally, like I forget about it. Like totally, like not even like a thought in my mind. One day I think I come home, my mom's like sitting in like the dining room and so nonchalantly just like casually mentions like when was someone gonna tell me about the the sign in our barn? And I'm like, not I'm not in the conversation. It wasn't directed at me. And then immediately I it clicked in my head, I was like, oh no. I was like I forgot about that and like I was like do you know anything going down the line of the brothers and I'm like oh no I'm last like no (laughs) (laughs) no you're the last one on the list like do you know anything about this and I was like yeah like yeah I was just like I'll take care of it like I got it so then like after that I was like you know what I was like I make I love art and like did it in high school so like I just took like chalk markers and like do the crazy designs on it so when you do your LED lights, like it makes them look like they're moving. Like, oh, and okay. just like everyone one right, like cool. cleaning it. So that's the story of the road time. Now like it's a little piece of home from so wherever I go, like I got a little piece of a little souvenir from my hometown. Yeah. There you go. That's
1: kinda cool. the story the
2: road sign. <laughs> Very cool.
1: Well <laughs> awesome. let's Well hey, I appreciate you sharing. Josh. Yeah. It's all yours.
0: Yeah, let's get into some uh listener questions and you guys Hi. might know these people better than i do (laughs) i'll be honest because i don't (laughs) um so brianna preacher asks how do you stay focused on christ with everything in the world around you and by the way you're an inspiration
2: i know Brie pretty well um so i appreciate that and um i think the thing that for me i've always said i'm super stubborn and i've had i made like we talk about like as Christians. I think it, an analogy that comes up a lot is like God opens and closes doors. Mm-hmm. So like, but you can open and close doors yourself. Like human, like we can make mistakes. Um, I chose to go and open every door that was the wrong door. So I went through every doorway that was the the poor option. So I only at the end of the day, God just like boiled all my options down so I only <laughs> had one door to go through. So like to stay focused, like. I've already made the decisions and I don't really want to make those again because I, I know what the outcomes are. So like, I'm just chilling over here with Jesus. Like my, my homie, Jesus and I, we're just going to like, I'm going to say, I'm going to worry about this and not the other things anymore. So that's like, I guess what, what's point of focus for me. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Marito GA and Josh cook 80, um, both asked basically what's your favorite Bible verse and how has that Bible verse changed your life?
2: um, so my favorite Bible verse is Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. It says iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Mm-hmm. The reason it's actually my favorite Bible verse is, um, so the college I wanted to go to is Messiah College um, in Pennsylvania. There's soccer. I wanted to play soccer there since I was little. I went to their camps. My brother is actually going to be going there to play on the soccer team. So he's like, he's rocking it. So talented, <laughs> so like super pumped for him. But um, that was their motto everything on mm-hmm. all like their logo everything said isi and that stands you know iron, mm-hmm. sharp, iron. I sharp iron yeah the way that that verse is translated into like our life as a christian and i mean just your life as a human mm-hmm. even if you're not a christian like this verse is something that like you should live by you want to be the best person you can be so that you can sharpen the people around you yeah and if you take an act you smack wood with it it dolls the axe it's like something that's super super good mm-hmm. but if you surround yourself with people that you know aren't going to encourage you and push you in your faith like it can wear you out and like but when you're with those people that you know are just as sharp and when you put metal on metal like that's how you sharpen it yeah. and I want to be I always want to be sharp and I always want to be the metal that people can be around that that is going to encourage people yeah um, I don't ever want to be you know dead weight in that and like um, especially when it comes to my faith like I want to be a, like a living testimony. For the kingdom yeah. and so that's that's kind of why that's changed my life it's just been something that i've clung to um, and it's a good
0: reminder i think yeah I, I like that verse and if you look at the the hebrew sort of meaning behind it it actually sort of translates iron sharpens iron as so does one brother sharpens his brother's face you know mm-hmm. so it's that idea of it's mm-hmm. physical and hard you know like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> like so yeah so, Kaden asks, what's your favorite food?
2: Oh, my favorite food. Uh, I think it's a toss-up, honestly. I love, like, <laughs> I love steak. Like, yeah. steak is... Your
1: country's coming out.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can put off those steak, but, like, seafood is, like, mm. like crab. Really? Being in, yes. being in Pennsylvania, seafood? Oh, my. Like, shrimp, like... Wow,
0: okay. So you're talking my language now.
2: Oh, my. Now, are you a a sushi seafood or just like... Either. So, like, I worked at a restaurant. I worked for a little stint of time at a restaurant. Like a, I don't know if you call it, five-star fine dining cuisine, fine cuisine restaurant (laughs) as a chef. Before, like, when we moved to Pittsburgh. So, like, we had sushi all the time. And I love it. Like, I'll try anything once when it comes to food. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't mock it till I try it. So like, I I'll try just about anything. Um, but seafood is definitely. It doesn't matter if it's raw, if it's still flopping, or if it's been boiled. Like I I will I will eat it.
0: Yes, yeah. yes. I mm, yes agreed. <laughs> I <laughs> I grew up in North Carolina and spent a lot of time at the coast because oh. I have family there and just fresh seafood right off the boat. And I'm yeah. Yes, yeah,
2: that's a different kind yeah. I got the stuff that comes from the store.
1: Right, right yeah. I am <laughs> from Flo- I'm from Florida, so 15 years. I'm,
2: so seafood's my my thing. The so. yeah. yeah, I'm landlocked, man. <laughs> I got to get my seafood shipped in a box.
0: Right, that, that,
2: that's why. I, that's why I was shocked when you said oh,
0: I yeah. love seafood
1: because I was like, seafood in Pennsylvania, like I yeah. mean, because <laughs> yeah, right. like being in the
0: middle of Kentucky, I don't have good seafood around me because no. like you get used to fresh seafood and it's like, all right. I, I don't need any of this. <laughs>
1: especially Josh when you're only seafood is from Kroger so
0: <laughs> Right Kroger yeah. Captain D's you know, D's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right
2: just in Kroger by the way just random I like cuz we don't have like the same gas stations and stuff. Like, there's like chain, like the chain mm-hmm. gas station. Because we don't have Bucky's. Yeah. Bucky's is like everybody obsesses over Bucky's and like. Oh, Bucky's is amazing. Yeah, y'all like think I'm I'm a Sheets guy, so like I'm going oh, to argue. I trajectory. love Sheets. Oh. good mm, so like, Yes. But we have a Kroger. I literally had. I, I had no <laughs> idea. I was like, one day I was literally driving to like visit like Chandler and like Kaden and, and Tyler actually everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. A- Kroger. I was like, they talk about I was like, what the So yeah. <laughs> so I can actually that's tell you funny.
0: the reason behind this is because Kroger has actually bought out a lot of other chains. Huh. And has started yeah. rebranding stuff as Kroger. Yeah. I was
2: like man, I was like, I've never seen a Kroger in Pennsylvania yeah. before. Sick. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I uh speaking of Buckeys, I, I had never heard of Bucky's until I moved to Texas and now I live next to their biggest one. It's like <laughs> that's what everybody talks about. It's like, you gotta go to Buckeys, you gotta go to Buc-A's. Yeah.
0: I love it. So in North Carolina, we had Sheets, and I, I miss Sheets. And then I, I lived in Missouri for a while, and we had Quick Trip, and that mm-hmm. was that was amazing too. And yeah, we don't really have a good one say, out in Kentucky. <laughs>
1: we have a we have a thing called H E B in Texas, and it's I don't you, you guys have never probably experienced Publix, mm-hmm. but Publix and Publix is by far the their best. subs are really good. Yeah, their subs are really good. H E B they don't have subs but their overall experience
0: mm-hmm.
1: almost tops publics, in my opinion. Uh, wow. So, but,
0: all right. Yeah. And then to our last question, from Abby Miller. There's like five R's in there, so I'll make sure I get <laughs> got all of them. <laughs> um, what is something God has been teaching you in this session of your life?
2: Whoa. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just do the hard one for the last, you know? <laughs>
2: right. Uh... <laughs> think it's patience i actually know i I lied (laughs) it's living through faith not knowing like um i can't i'm blanking the verse it talks about the lamp that lights our feet but it doesn't it doesn't go far Mm. like we're not promised to know out four months in advance and it's just like god like i'm trusting you Mm -hmm. i know your plan is is great and i know your plan is is Always going to be better than mine because you see the whole picture. And I'm looking at a little puzzle piece of this, this photo. And so, like, you know, living day to day, like, oh, week yeah. to week has been like definitely stressful. Like, I will not, it is, I'm not the best. I don't love it, but like, I know that that's where God's got me right now. So I'm just trusting that, you know, He's doing yeah. some things in my life and like living by faith.
0: So it makes me think of uh, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount when he talks about anxiety, you know, do you not worry about tomorrow's problems, just focus yeah. on today. You know, yeah. It's, right. <laughs> yeah it's a hard thing to do because as natural we like just to plan things out and no, at least have an idea of where things are going
2: 100 percent.
0: yeah <laughs> but god knows it because so. usually when we try to plan it out god makes it change anyway and you know oh, yeah that's why we've had covid for a year and plus now uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yep so trevor
1: uh we're gonna kind of close out here yeah. um what is what one last encouragement or challenge you could give our listeners and where could they find you on social media
2: all uh, right uh social media you can find me on trevor lightsell on instagram trevor lightsell seven on tiktok uh, either of those and then you can find everything everything is linked after that i'm a <laughs> whole rabbit trail of ways you could contact <laughs> you after that
1: except, um, except you music lady you can't, you can't yeah no,
2: when I, those, those are <laughs> so locked and gone we are those are never researched. I, I
0: want I want to see a video of you finding your old videos and do a side by side of like I can you, you doing right it now, in the past and you doing it now
2: you're gonna see you're gonna see a ghost of Trevor's what you're gonna you're, it's just gonna, <laughs> um no <laughs> that, <laughs> never no they're so bad um but encouragement, I'd say, um, the things you're doing right now can have lasting effects down the road. So make sure that the things you're doing are going to have lasting effects, changing eternities mm. rather than changing libraries. Mm.
0: So that, that'll preach. That's
1: good. That, <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a preach right there. Yeah. yeah servant The man. In itself.
3: <laughs>
0: If well, I steal that, well, Trevor, don't, don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd be honoring I don't know what you're <laughs> talking
1: about. Yeah. So, well, Trevor, I appreciate you uh, jumping on with us. It's, yeah. Uh, Always. it been a blast I, to actually meet you for Yeah,
2: exactly. This is awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, Trevor, you. it was great getting to, to meet you. Um, Are you going to be part of the group that comes out in June? I will be. So awesome. I
2: actually, I'll be in Kentucky on Monday.
0: Like this with, Monday?
2: I will literally be with the logs on Monday.
0: What? Well, yeah. we'll have to meet up actually in person. Yep. Yeah, so, so I'll be
2: there till, like Thursday, I think. Awesome. Hanging
0: out with Tyler and him, so. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, if you guys end up, yeah, say we have revival coming up this week too. So I don't know if they are coming that's to awesome. that. Yeah, but yeah, I'll definitely have to. Well, I have to be yeah. like Jason. Like, we need to get together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right. So. Well, Marcus, would you like to close us in prayer?
1: Yeah, let's close uh father guy just uh thank you for allowing us to have trevor on our podcast today in this uh this episode we just uh want to lift him up uh and the things that uh he's going for and uh things he's pr- trying to pursue and the life he's having with a new house i uh, just uh, want to lift him up to you and just uh protect him guide him um and just uh, lead him in the way you want us uh, but we also want to pray for this episode that uh, you get the glory um we just uh want to make sure that uh, your name is known um and i think today uh Trevor's story and uh, what he's been been through and what he's going through and uh, what he's trying to pursue uh, has uh, definitely uh, done that. Uh, But we thank you for what you do in our lives. Um, We just pray for those that listen and they can uh, get to know you better. Just that prayer. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, you guys, I hope you enjoy this episode. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out flowpodcast.org to send in your questions or topics and get your official flow merch. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok to get your faith life and off-the-wall fix during the week. Till next time, and remember to go with the flow.